0: Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Our guest on Talking Trading today is Adrian Reid from Enlightened Stock Trading. And Adrian and I discuss how you can build confidence in your trading system properly so that it's ticking all the right boxes. You see, the one thing you can do to boost your trading results is systematic trading. And we talk about setting up your system rules, executing them as expected, backtesting, data collection, the problem of curve fitting, and the importance of having the stability of an edge. For those people who are building a trading system, this will be very helpful information. And for those people who already have a system built, this is a good reminder of all the things that you need in place. But before we go to systems in the show today, let's start with trading psychology and the resilience traders need to develop with Louise Bedford in Mind Power with her very funny Tada story.
1: I just finished presenting. It was a huge crowd, there was a roar of applause. I glided happily towards the edge of the stage to make my graceful exit and unfortunately high heels, long flowing dress, steps, I mistimed the step and I fell down, 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 right down to the bottom and there was my skirt practically over my head, I was in a sprawling heap and the audience gasped, there was just arms and legs everywhere And everybody just went, oh my gosh, are you okay? And people came running and I was so embarrassed. I just lay really still just for a little while and I tried to gather my thoughts. After a moment of wiggling my toes and trying to work out that yes, every part of me did still work. With a moment of inspiration, I leapt to my feet and I yelled, ta-da, and put my arms in the air. My microphone was still on, so it did carry through the whole auditorium, and I got a standing ovation. Everybody laughed, and oh, it was just such a relief because it really was humiliating. You know, the thing is, trading does set you up to be incredibly resilient, The markets are such a great training ground. They teach you strength. They make you take yourself with a little bit of a smile less seriously than perhaps the other civilians out there. And will you fall down as a trader? Oh my gosh, yes, you will. Hopefully not as dramatically and publicly as my little feet, though. In the markets, it seems to be like a heap of piranha bites that can erode your confidence and self-esteem. It's very rarely that one big shark bite. I guess my falling off stage was like that shark bite. But you need to find your own level of resilience. You need to work out what you will do when you fall down. And always remember, it's not what happens to you as a trader. It's how you handle it. And the best traders pick themselves up, dust themselves off, Put their arms in the air and yell, Ta da! and enter their next trade. Hi, my name is Meredith Jones, author of Women of the Street Why Female Money Managers Outperform and How You Can Too, and I listen to Talking Trading.
0: Adrienne Reed is a private trader as well as the founder and trading coach at Enlightened Stock Trading, a company which is dedicated to educating traders on their journey towards profitable systems and financial freedom. Adrian Reid, hello and welcome back to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. Thanks for having me back again. Great to be here. Great to see you again. So let's talk about building confidence in your trading system. Before we start, can you explain what a trading system is?
2: Yeah, absolutely. A, a trading system is, is really simply just a set of rules that will get you into the market and out of the market, hopefully with a profit. So uh, it tells you exactly what to buy, when to buy it, how much to buy, and when to sell. And I want to be clear here because the idea of a system will might scare a lot of people off. And a system is not a big complicated piece of software. It's not a big coding IT exercise it's simply the rules that guide your trading you know you have a entry rule you have a position sizing rule you have a exit rule and those things combine together to guide the way you get into and get out of the
0: market so why do so few traders use systems uh,
2: look I, th- I think first of all that systematic trading is not the most prevalent approach out there if you look, go and look on the bookshelves if if bookstores even existed anymore and you look browse through the the um, the shelf of trading system trading books rather there there wouldn't be that much out there on systematic trading there's far more information on charting and fundamental analysis and chart patterns and indicators and all of that because frankly that stuff is easy to produce and it's also very hard to Prove or disprove so I think as an author you can write all sorts of interesting things about chart patterns and indicators and fundamental analysis and no one's ever going to prove you wrong but as a systematic trader what you're doing is insisting on measuring and analyzing the performance of your trading approach and that is not subject to debate so you can't be vague you know you can't be nebulous it's got to be real and I think that 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 level of accountability is something that people need to step up to if you can step up to confront the fact that you're you are responsible for your trading results and it's not the author's fault who wrote about the indicator that you're using that's losing money it's your responsibility to use that indicator as part of a system analyze its performance ensure it's profitable and then use it consistently because if you do that, your trading turns a corner, and all of a sudden, overnight, you start succeeding and making money. But that step, that level of accountability, is something that you know I I think people really need to step up to.
0: So building confidence in the trading system that you design, how do you do that?
2: So the, the first step in building confidence in your trading system is to have it documented correctly. So. Um, some traders will say, yeah, I've got a trading system, but really it's just some rules scratched on the back of an envelope using a pencil. The first step to doing it uh, for real is to get your um, trading rules documented into, a, into your trading software so that you can run the scans and determine uh, objectively where your buy and sell signals are. The second step is to actually trade by trade review those rules and make sure they're executing in the software exactly as you expect. Because it's very easy to put some rules into a into your trading software and run a back test and say, oh the results are good or the results are bad. But it takes some effort to go trade by trade and check, is it doing exactly what I think it should be doing? And can I replicate what the back test is actually doing? You know, one of the one of the biggest mistakes with trading systems that people make is they have rules that actually you can't follow in the real world because there's a there's a cheat or there's a mistake or there's a future leak where it looks at you know tomorrow's volatility to make a decision about whether I take a trade tomorrow morning and you don't you know in order for a trading system to be executable at the point that you place your trade you you must only have information that in the real world you would have at that point you can't have any future information from there on because you won't know that when you're trading real time. So eliminating those those errors, those future leaks and, and so on, uh, gives you that confidence because you don't have to second guess, did I do this right?
0: Backtesting. Let's talk about back testing because a lot can go wrong. What do traders need to watch out for so that they don't have false confidence?
2: Yeah, good question. The, um, the biggest thing in backtesting, I think, is the, the, the order in which you do it. So many people will crack open the trading software and start throwing indicators at the charts and backtesting it to see what makes money. I actually want to take a big step back from there and instead look at what are you trying to achieve with this system? Do you want to try and catch big, long trends? Do you want to try and catch the, the swings within the main trend? Or do you want to catch the sort of mean reversion snapbacks that happen when the market gets overextended? Being very clear on what move you're trying to catch and then intentionally designing the rules to catch that move goes a long way towards eliminating the backtest mistakes because you're no longer just data mining by throwing indicators at the software. What you're doing is intentionally trying to catch a certain type of price movement. And, and, and that means that the system is profiting from something real it's not just data mining it's not just you know excessive optimization oh look here's one combination out of 256000 moving average combinations that happen to turn a profit
0: data mining i like this term let's yeah. talk about other things traders need to look out for when testing um
2: so it, with back testing there's look there's a there's a lot that can go wrong as you said um Probably something to be aware of that I think is misunderstood is just how much data you need, just how many trades you need in your sample. Again, I've, I've coached hundreds of traders and when, uh, when they're looking at trading rules and trying to test them manually, it's like, oh, I did 30 or 50 paper trades and it looks profitable. It's like 30 or 50 trades is nowhere near enough data to determine whether or not the method is profitable, when I run a back test, I want to see 500, 1,000, 2,000 trades over 20 or 30, 20 or 25 years, to determine whether or not the method is profitable. And the reason you need so much data—it's way more than you would think—it's because there is so much variance in the market. You know, there's so there's different market states. Um, You know, there's bull markets, there's bear markets, there's volatile, there's quiet. You've got winning trades and losing trades. You've got break-even trades. And by the time you look at all of those different combinations, you'll find that if you do a manual back test, you've only really analyzed the performance of your rules in a very select set of conditions. I want to know that my rules are consistent and make money no matter what happens. Now, that doesn't mean the system is going to make a ton of money in a bear market if it's a long-side trend-following system. That's not what I'm saying. But it has to survive. And so I have to know if I'm trading this system, what will happen when the market turns around? Am I going to be comfortable with that? Big picture view. Absolutely. Yeah, you've got to step way back. Now, what's interesting is you design your trading system. You're looking at, well, I'm looking at 25 years of data. You're designing a set of rules, looking at this very big picture view. You need to do the uh, do the optimization and make sure that the system performs in a stable way. If your system's edge is constant and it's great, it's just grinding profits, you know, constantly up the whole the whole time. That's a really good sign. What often happens though is if you've picked up your rules out of a book the edge in the system might be degrading over time. And so when you look at the the back test, it might be really profitable for a number of years, but then it starts to peter out and slow down. That's a real warning sign. To be confident in your trading system, the edge needs to be stable. So stability is really important. But there's a trick. If you do a back test and you... Have a you know you, you run a back to this, you do a, use a compounding equity curve right so you risk say one percent of your account or half percent of your account on each trade and you get this beautiful exponential curve which shows that you've made 50 bazillion dollars by the time you know you get to the present day which is wonderful it gets everyone excited but the trouble is when you're running a compounding test like that where your trade size gets bigger as your capital gets bigger it actually hides what's happening under the surface. So what I'm going to encourage uh, listeners to do is r- run that sort of back test and understand how the compounding um, equity curve performs. Absolutely, but also run a test where you have a constant trade size, a constant or a constant risk per trade. So like a thousand dollars risk on every trade. And what that does is it eliminates the exponential growth from your back test results, and it shows you much more clearly is the system's edge stable. The other advantage of having the the back test where you've got a constant trade size is you'll find that you get far more trades into your back test. So you get a bigger data set.
0: So talking about significance in your trading rules, final question, what do you look for?
2: Yeah, significance is something is critical and it's a step that most traders miss. And it leads to one of the biggest problems, which is curve fitting. Because let's say you've got a simple system and it's somewhat profitable and it looks promising. So what do you do typically? You add more rules to it to try and improve it, to get rid of some of the bad trades and get more of the good trades. And so you might layer you know, three or four extra rules on top of your moderately good system to make it look good in a backtest. Now, when you do that, what you're doing is, is fine-tuning the system to perform well in the past which is not great because performing well in the past does not equal performing well in the future. What you want to do is make sure that each rule you add to your system is significant. It makes a real difference. It's not just curve fitting. And so significance means if I have a a system that that when I run a backtest, it generates a thousand trades. If I add an extra rule to it, And that eliminates the trade that happened right before the crash of October 1987. The profitability of my system in the backtest will all of a sudden look amazing. Yeah. But the rule is not significant because it only eliminated one or two bad trades, which just happened to be on that date. So for a rule to be significant, it's got to affect a significant number of trades in the backtest so that you get a good sample size and it has to have a significant impact on profitability so that you know that it's meaningful rules that don't affect a lot of trades are really dangerous because really they're cherry picking particular conditions and that's going to make your system fragile and chances are it'll break and lose you money in the future final thoughts adrian look if you're not trading systematically this is the one thing that i believe that you can do to really give your trading a boost because frankly human beings are emotional creatures and Trading systems are the easiest way that I know to get around the emotions and start trading consistently. Um, And it is the best, it's also the best way to get confidence in your trading approach because you can actually test your rules. But if you don't have your rules written down and systemized, you don't really know that it's profitable. There's a degree of faith, and faith kind of similar to hope. Um, that's not really the best strategy. I'd far prefer to backtest my rules, know that they're profitable, and then follow them with discipline. And we just take ourselves out of the equation. It's no longer about us, the trader, making our clever decisions, making money in the market. That's an ego play. Hmm. The profit play is having rules that are profitable and and allowing yourself or disciplining yourself to follow those rules consistently to allow the system to extract profit from the market.
0: Is there anything you'd like to offer our listeners? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um. If you're interested in developing uh, trading systems, or if you've already got a trading system and you want to build your confidence in your trading system, I've put together a trading system confidence cheat sheet and it has. Um, all of the steps that I go through for every single system that I develop and trade to give myself the maximum confidence that that system is profitable and it will continue to be profitable in the future. So if you click the link below or go to enlightenedstocktrading.com forward slash talking trading, enter your name and email there, and I'll email you the trading system confidence cheat sheet. And just by following those simple steps, you'll find that your ability to follow the trading system that you've got improves dramatically and your willingness to do what it takes to make money in the markets will, will skyrocket and your results will improve as a result.
0: Adrian, thanks for your time. Pleasure. And that's it for today's episode of Talking Trading. Stay tuned next week to hear Cam Hawkins from Trading Nut Podcast, as we have a fun conversation about the markets. So until next week, happy trading. But before we go today, here's some final words from Louise Bedford.
1: I'm Louise Bedford. Chris Tate, my business partner, and Caroline Stephen, the incredible host of this show. We adore bringing you, every week, new episodes to fuel your profits in the markets. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on talkingtrading.com.au. And also, you might not know this, but on tradinggame.com.au, you can pick up my free trading plan template. So make sure you register your details there. I've been watching the iTunes reviews come through, and oh, there are so many good ones to choose from. But here is one from Write It Till You Can't. Great name there. Talking Trading is so much more than a trading podcast. It provides great insights into the minds of traders and offers terrific tips on managing the all important psychology of trading and personal development. A must listen. Thanks so much, Write It Till You Can't. I just adore your little review here. And you know what? I would love to see more come through. So go on to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, as you may know it, and give us a big fat five-star review. Can't get enough of them. And you never know, I might read yours out on a future episode of Talking Trading.
0: The views represented on talking trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.
1: Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.